Next, I'd like to introduce... Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? That boy is good. Good and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your lap. Well, he's going to give a special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. This brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin brothers. Really? We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? Youngest, I'm medium, old. On all three of them, actually. Now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. Yes, F is for F Troop, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. And welcome to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Joshy Josh, what do you got for me? Well, well, you know the way to get in touch. Phone number 4ESPN44. That's 315-437-7644. Text line is always live, 2880644, Twitter, at ESPN Syracuse. Joining us, as always, the Larry Dickman. Larry? Larry! Larry, by the way, coming in very excited, because he saw you. Let me me just tell you, normally we would kick off with things that happened this weekend, Syracuse football, upcoming basketball warm-up, and the Cornell... First game of the season on Friday, but mm-hmm. that is not the news in this room no. right now. I get contacted via text, via voicemail, via email from Josh. We need you in here early. Emergency staff meeting. Oh, I'm thinking to myself, yeah. what have I done? What has Larry done on the no, Larry. <laughs> that could have got us in trouble? Who did he show uh, his genitals to? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody, Larry, put it away. Andy Dick Larry. <laughs> Um, so so I, I get into this, and the great one, the great one, and now let's face it, when Ed Levine, the great one, the CEO and owner of Galaxy Communications, sure. needs to see you in his office, you figure you're about to get a spanking. Something's going to happen. It's not, it's not always good. Well, it's not you know, always you good. Know, I, I would say that in my experience in film and television and, and in the entertainment world, when the big boy calls you in, it's usually not the type of meeting that today was. Mm. Now, as we have been telling you already, the most downloaded show. Here it is. Number one in our time slot already. 3 to 4 p.m. rapidly approaching, surpassing the Axeman, who, who, you know, I mean... Arguably, the Axeman, I think he's looking over his shoulder. Now. He's got to be. Who wouldn't be looking I, over the shoulder I, of the show? I think he's got to be looking over his shoulder. So mm-hmm. I don't know if resumes are going out already for Alex or we what don't. he's doing, but he's got to feel us coming. It's it's like that that wide receiver that gets that over-the-middle pass, and you just stick him. You mm-hmm. know, The next five times he's cutting over the middle, he's looking. He's looking. He's looking. He knows. Axe is looking right now. We know you're looking, Axe. It's okay. We love you. We love you. And there is late-night radio available. We- <laughs> so... So, so there is that, overnight so, small market available. So uh, we, we can keep them here. Sure. We can keep them here. We can have them do our recap. Yeah. Two in the morning. Yeah. Hey, it's Brent Axe with the Daniel Baldwin Show. And, uh, you know, it was a great yeah, show. Sure. Really, it was great. Sure. So so, so we know Axe Smells is coming. But, I mean, the, the discussions that went on in this meeting with marketing directors and, and, and the great one himself, Ed mm-hmm. Levine, are... Are we putting cameras in this room now? Are yeah. we podcasting? Are yeah. we Facebook living? Does Larry Dickman have his own segment? A lot of Larry Dickman talk. A lot of Larry Dickman Larry. talk. I guess that when the material comes in and those people who analyze that, which I'm not privy to, 
Larry is a big, big showstopper. Larry here. is a hot commodity here on ESPN Radio he Syracuse. Is. They love him. Uh, he is. Audience members love him. Clients love him. He's very tangible. And his demographic is 16 to 21-year-old women. Yes, it is. <laughs> Which is why he's not allowed to leave the studio. He, he uh, is. He's 16 to 21-year-old women. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, listen, I feel... I feel a little bit of a nudge happening in the chair here. I shouldn't say anything yet, but we did get a phone call from Tiger Beat Magazine looking for a full Larry cover. And don't I, know, re- I don't want to l- spill the beans. Do you remember the John Candy cover? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't remember the John Candy cover Is of Tiger Beat? Is this the second John Candy story we've had in as many okay, days? so if you go back and you watch, uh, it wasn't Meatballs. What was the one when they were all uh, in the military? Oh, uh, stripes. Uh, stripes, yeah. So in the very end of Stripes, when they come off the plane, they flash Tiger Beat Magazine, win a dream date with Ox. <laughs> yes, they do. I seem to remember Win that. a dream date with Ox. Uh, there it see, is. See, the kid can quote it. He can. The kid can quote it. But anyway, the, the big news that I think we have to talk about, and we will get to sports, I promise, is that this show is on the fast track right now. So we're now talking about Facebook living, podcasting the show, mm-hmm. maybe a second show, potentially. We're looking down the road. We sure. are looking a little bit ahead. Yeah. We don't want to be Clemson, but we're looking a little bit ahead. Right. And we're talking about a national show possibly here. You know, we're doing so, our best. We're just trying to, we're, we're flying out the gate at 1,000 miles an hour. Well, well let me acknowledge that that, that that my presence on the show is has whatever effect that it has. But without you, mm. and without your, I mean, unsurpassable following that you thank have you, on your morning show, thank you. Uh, this wouldn't be possible. So I want to thank you really thank for, you, for taking me under your wing, teaching me about radio, and i got a lot more to learn. And, and I do, I, I really mean that when yeah, I Thank say you, Daniel. It. I appreciate it. I, I really was do. put in charge of Daniel's timesheets today as well. I was oh, do you like that? <laughs> so so my, my parting gift from, from uh, finding out that I wasn't fired yeah. from the great one himself is that I walk out and I go, yeah, it, you know, this is week four. Am I going to get paid? You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I realize that it's like, you know, four rubles and a drachma. Yeah, sure. But, you know, am, am I going to am I going to get paid? Yeah. You know? and so the great one. Yeah, get his time slot. Right. Yeah. So he kind so, of and I got a park. I got I got a thing to park my car now. I was paying. I was paying for my parking. Larry the first still takes month. the bus, so that'll be that's a good. Thing. Is Larry taking the bus? He's taking the bus. He's a yeah. He's a doodah. <laughs> you know what a doodah is? No. Do the bus come by yet? <laughs> the bus. He, he walks by and he yeah. has forty people waiting on a street corner. Did the bus come by yet? Yes, Larry. It's, Larry. it's going to come by very shortly. Did uh, you? Uh, did he? Did he tell you how excited he was to see you today? He first thing Larry says to you when we're getting ready to come in the show. Larry, tell tell uh, remind the audience what you said. To Mr. Daniel Baldwin here before you came in. I uh, said I didn't know that you were in a Sopranos episode. That is very true. And actually, uh, what happened was, so so this is how cutthroat. You think it's competitive when we tease Axe and Ball, mm-hmm. who, by the way, is, you know, <laughs> he's Brent Axe. We realize who he is in Syracuse. We realize who he is, his presence in radio. And he's somebody for me that I actually listen to now so I can learn more about sure, what sure. I'm doing. He's a legend. So we mess around with Brent, but we love him, and he's he's not going anywhere. But I'll tell you what happened with The Sopranos. So uh, it's the last season, and it tur- and I found out why I was on Sopranos, because a lot of people were vying to get on that last season when they announced that they were going to go. So... Um, my brother Alec finds out that I've been hired to be on The Sopranos. Now, in the in the show, mm-hmm. uh, they decided that they the mafia was going to break into making movies. Oh, so, so so now they're gonna they're gonna make movies, and uh, and they're doing a movie called Cleaver, a horror film. And in the film, I actually play this guy who wrote the film's vision of Tony Soprano. So I started studying 
how Tony Soprano, Jim Gallofini played him, and when and when he was he was show his words like this when he talked, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started doing a pretty good impression of him. But <clears throat> the producer of the show, I went to him on set and I said, I got to ask you a question. Why am I on the show? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there were big movie stars that were doing that show at the time, and he said, you know, Trees Lounge is one of my favorite films. He said, and if you go back and you watch Trees Lounge, a vast majority of the guys that were in the movie, this great Steve Buscemi film, an indie that he did, that we won the director's fortnight at the Cannes Film Festival. So you should go see this film. So Steve wrote it. He, it was his directorial debut. Buscemi got on the show. Uh, I got on the show. And, and a number of people in the cast of Trees Lounge. So it was because of this film. So Alec calls. Chris Walken's sister is the casting director. And Alec calls, and it's David Chase's show. He's the producer. And he says, and, and just months before, that, I was arrested at the Plaza Hotel. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, so I'm arrested on the cover of every newspaper. Sure. This is before I got sober. And my brother goes, what do I have to do? Run around the Plaza Hotel naked to get on this damn show? <laughs> That's his line. Wow. So he throws me under the bus. Mm-hmm. So I go and I do the show, and I, and I, I play myself, because they've hired, quote, Daniel Baldwin to be to be the actor in this movie. And then I get to play Gandolfini in the movie that they were making called Cleaver. So, But that wasn't the most excited that I was. When everyone waited for the show to end, so we're waiting for the final episode of Sopranos, and there's a lot of speculation, is Tony going to die? What's mm-hmm. going to happen? So in the, you know, three quarters of the way through, the son sits down and he says to, to Tony Soprano, I'm going to join the army. That's it. I want to go in the military. And the mother and Tony and the son are sitting at the dining room table. And he walks off camera and goes, you ain't joining nothing. And he walks away and the two of them are looking at each other, mother and son. And Soprano comes walking back and he lobs a script on the table and he says, I made a deal with Danny Ball. When you're going to Hollywood, you're making movies with him. And I, I mean, I, I turned around and looked at my wife and went, yeah. There it is. She, goes, well, she goes, what are you excited about? It's the last episode. I said, you don't think they're going to do a movie version of this? I'm going to do six movies of this. There'll be two hours. All those Soprano fans are built in audience. And then, of course, James dies. Gandolfini passes away in yeah. Sicily. And there goes my role. Oh. So now I'm just a footnote on the Daniel Baldwin show, ladies and gentlemen, of my participation in The Sopranos. And that's my Second mic to Larry Dickman. Larry, who sent me a very excited text over the weekend saying, did you know Daniel is in a Sopranos episode? Well, see, I, I'm a big Sopranos fan, and it, it when I watched it for the first time a few years ago, it, I, I didn't put two and two together that you were in it. Yeah, he turned around and he said, Alex, put on some weight. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible thing for you to do. Terrible. Terrible thing. So, do you that. respect your uh, your fellow your coworker here more now that you've yeah, seen him? Yeah, he's okay. Did right. I get some credit? Yeah, I moved yeah, up the ladder yeah, from that, slug to you've got you know, some, paramecium. Uh, you've got street cred. Wow, Larry was I'm very concerned. excited to see you today. Wow, I'm yeah. gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna sign a DVD Please for do. him now. Please do. Uh, it's not. It's not gonna last. Oh, no. steady, Larry. Larry, mm-hmm, yeah. this is the Daniel Baldwin Show, ESPN Radio, Syracuse. Should we hit some spots? Because now I feel like we should probably get into sports. Should we not? Well, she goes, why don't we go sports and hits, and then we'll come back with it. What do you think, Larry? You want some what? sports now? Well, do, some... well, why don't we hit spots so we have time to talk on the other side? Yeah, yeah. What are we going to talk first? I think we got, well, let's talk for 15 minutes about what we should do. Let's go to the spots with Larry. Larry. And then we'll come back and we're going to talk SU Florida State and the upcoming Big Bang against Wake. Sound good. Let's go to break. We'll come back. You're listening to the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Saturday, the Orange return home to face Wake Forest in the Loud House. Pre-game at one kickoff at three. Catch Syracuse football all season long on TK99 and ESPN AM 1200. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hello, hey now. Mm. And we're back. We're back and we're talking about Syracuse, Florida State, 
Syracuse 24, Florida State 27. So we, we failed to meet the challenge on the road where we have not been anywhere near as good. I don't think we've won a game. So we're, we're now back to three games left. We have to win two. And I would have thought that Florida State was doable. Uh, it does come down to this kick. Murphy takes his steps. Six seconds to go. Mahoney looking back at Murphy. Crowd getting into it in Tallahassee. The pass and hold are clean. The kick has plenty of leg. It is no good. Murphy missed it. And the Orange fall 27-24. Now, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say that that it's Murphy's fault that Mm. they lost. I'm not going to say that. But I have to say this, you know. I, I don't want to call him out to the carpet, but I'm going to a little bit. A 43-yarder to tie the game with the pressure on. If I put Murphy on the field and have him practice kicking from 43 yards, the guy's going to hit 19 out of 20. You know what I mean? you got to make that kick. I think there was something about that day, because I'm looking at the stats. Between 40 and 50 yards, against Miami, he was 2 for 2. Against LSU, he was 1 for 1. Central Michigan, 1 for 1. And then in Florida State, he's 1 for 3. Well, okay, he's 1 for 3. But, you know, a bigger spotlight, you're on the road, hostile crowd, I get all the stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, I can even remember when I was in high school and when I was in college when we would mess around kicking. What's the thing you say? You're Scott Norwood. This mm-hmm. is to win the Super Bowl. You go right. through the whole announcement in your head, and you have an opportunity to tie the game, force it into overtime, a game you have to win. I mean, this was a big game for them. This team is ranked in the ACC below any other team they have to play. Florida State's got a losing record for the first time since I can remember, and they had to win that game. And so now they're forced and poised to be in a position where they've got to win two out of the next three. Fortunately for Syracuse, they have two games at home. They have Wake Forest coming up this weekend, and then they go on the road to Louisville. Then they come back at home against Boston College. But look, Wake Forest is no joke right now. They're not a joke. They're 5-4. and four. They're one game out of being bowl eligible, and they've got a very balanced attack. Now, thank God we are playing in the Dome and where we've been very successful with a 4-1 and one record. But, you know, i got to say, this was really sad that they didn't win this game to me. And, and I'll tell you why. The one statistic that jumps out at me is that Florida State running back Cam Akers has 22 rushes for 199 yards. I mean, you're looking at like nine yards a carry. You hand the guy the ball two times, and you got a first down every time he gets a ball. So, I mean, that's got to change. That's got to change against Wake. We have to protect the ground. We have to fill those gaps and read when the when the ball is handed off. Uh, you know, that's that's going to be a problem. And Wake can run the ball, as can Boston College. Has found an, an amazing running game. So now we're looking at the two. Is it going to be just the two? And what? And, and remember how they select the bowl games. The number of bowl games by Syracuse being eligible for by losing this game because there's automatic bids to certain conferences. So those are out. So the 72 teams that are eligible to go to the bowl games that are out there, the 36 bowl games now that there are. But, I mean, you know, you don't want to go to the, the Charmin Toilet Paper Bowl. You just don't mm-hmm. want to play it. You want to yeah. play in, in the best bowl you can. Had they won out – you know, then we're talking about playing in possibly the second tier of bowl games. Now we're already probably looking at playing in the third tier. With only six wins, you're just barely going to get into a bowl game, which is the minimum required. So what is it that they're looking to do here? I, I, I don't believe that a 6-6 six and six season 
is going to is going to is going to you know that kind of like middle of the ground. It's going to make them bowl eligible, and people here are going to be excited about it. But man, if they could win out after with a Clemson win, that 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 is going to definitely you know attract more people because mm-hmm. they're going to advertise for the game. They're going to say if we're playing you know Minnesota or a Pac you know a, a Big Ten or a Pac Ten team, they're going to say, hey, this is the team. Listen, there's a mantra going on right now. A mantra that goes on in locker rooms. When a when a David plays a Goliath in the next three or four games that are left on their slate, the, and, and 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 that David goes in, that coach is going, "Hey, Syracuse did it. Syracuse, we've got a we've got a bullseye on our back now because we beat Clemson." Yeah. So there's that cousin thing that goes on. You know what the cousin thing is, Josh? No. I'll tell you what the cousin thing is. If you're Middle Tennessee State, you beat number two in the country already. Because they beat Syracuse. Yeah. So they're in their locker room going, remember what we did to Syracuse, man. They beat Clemson. So you're related to that game if you beat Syracuse. So there's a lot of people out there that are looking at Syracuse. This justifies Boston College's season if they beat Syracuse on the road. They're going to beat Syracuse in the place they beat Clemson and become bowl eligible if they win the game. That's a big mark for their program. And we're recruiting against BC up here. They're one of our... Big competitors right. as far as bringing athletes in that are from the Northeast in New York, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Pennsylvania. This is what so Penn State too, you know. But their program is is a bit above Syracuse's right now. But Boston College is in the same middle ground. We want to win that game badly because when those athletes that don't want to travel very far away from home, they're choosing between these two universities to play in the ACC. So we got to win that game, but I got to say right now we have to beat Wake at home. Yeah. If we lose this game against Wake, um, it's going to be a big blow to the program. They got to win it. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN Radio Syracuse, uh, tying up the Florida State win over Syracuse this weekend. I uh, I saw them winning three of the remaining four with Louisville being the loss going into this weekend. Now I think it's just those two home games that are. I, I don't see them winning in Louisville. When they go to Louisville, is it is it, it could have magic happen? Yes, but I think they've got those two wins left at home, which puts them at six. Which, like you said, not necessarily the most impressive season. I think that people expected Babers to at least get seven, but six is bowl eligible. It's pinstripe bowl eligible. Right. Well, well, it also depends too on a couple of things. You know, you, for Syracuse, it seems when you watch them play. It's imperative that they get off to a good start. Mm-hmm. In Florida State, they were down twenty-one to seven. You know, I mean, when you got to play catch up, and there's a sense of uh, of urgency because you know the clock is now not your friend. That's a really tough thing to do. You know, so they've got to start off well. Listen, if they can make this game and put it in their pocket in the first three quarters. This gives Dungy a chance. You know, maybe you pull the throttle off him. What you're going to call offensive wife is not going to be him running the ball very often or scrambling. Keep it on the ground. Grind it out. Kill the clock. Or you can do that for a whole quarter because the game's been put away by the third, which is, I think, what they have to do against Wake. You know, he's banged up. He's This is what I was going to say. I think that they're just pushing that horse as hard as they can. A buddy of mine said, they'd. I mean, they'd wheel his dead body out on the field at this point because he's just, they need him. So bad. Well, what, what what does what does being up you know twenty eight to seven at half against Wake look like? I'd I'd let him sit. Yeah, I'd let him sit. You know, unless unless Wake you know storms back in the third quarter and scores twenty one points, I'm, I'd let the guy sit down. But I mean, these are are decisions that are made by Coach Babers, and and he is only the one that will make that decision. But certainly, if they can get to you know some real good special teams coverage, grab one on a punt or something like that to give him that little boost that they need. 
Give this guy a rest, man. You're right. They've been whipping this horse. It's like watching that lead sled dog, you know, just yeah. panting up the hill going, when, when is this over? Because I think well, he, well, he hobbled off and was the first or the second quarter and then goes away for a little while and then they come back and they just tape that ankle up well, so tight. Well, he's he, he's such a target, too. They yeah. realize that they they live through how he plays. And if he's not playing 100% healthy... You know, he, 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 how much is he going to practice this week? I mean, he looked really banged up against mm-hmm. Florida State. But God bless him. He's got a big heart. He went out there and he did what he could do. But when you're keying on – here's something to consider. When you're keying on a guy who is, who is involved with 70-something percent of your offense, you know, and, and you know that he's – through him goes the success of Syracuse. When you're keying on him and he's not 100%, you know, and, and he's not even near 100%, but by the, the end of the first quarter, it was obvious yeah. that he was struggling on cutting off that right ankle. They know that. Their coaches are watching him limp a little bit to the huddle going, okay, don't worry about him getting that far outside. He doesn't have that other gear right now. He's hurt. So they start throwing packages at him defensively to test that theory. And when they see that they're right, because he's just not getting away from the tackler as fast as he is, now they can start throwing blitz packages at him and doing things that are you know stunting up on the front line and throwing linebackers and defensive backs from the corner at him. All kinds of stuff they can do because they know he's not as mobile. So it's imperative that we we win this game early against him. Not just win it. We have to beat up Wake in the first half. So mm-hmm. And I think you've got to rest him. I really do. Yeah, you got to get your text in right now to the Daniel Baldwin Show, 288-0644 on Twitter, at ESPN Syracuse. Text coming in. On the text line uh, here, it says, Daniel, you talk a lot about Boston College. How do you think SU looks in their final matchup against Boston College at home? Well, you got to remember something. Boston College, more so than Wake, has a very balanced attack. Suddenly, in the last few weeks, they have started to run the ball a- a- as well as anybody in the ACC. So, I mean, they're, they're really there. Their their run to pass ratio, you know, you don't know exactly what they're going to do. And obviously, when they're third and over six, seven yards, they're probably going to throw the ball. You know that that's coming, but that's with any team. But their their balance attack, you know, and and the fact that this is this is a team that comes out and plays Wake does against against Notre Dame in a forty eight thirty seven loss. That's a close game against Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You're in the game the entire game with that score. So. Don't kid yourself. Wake's no joke. I'm not even looking past to Boston College right now. I think we have to win the home game against Wake. If we don't beat Wake this week, I think this, uh, then you, you know you're looking at maybe a, a crapshoot to get into a bowl game. But they must win this game. Also because of the confidence. If we win a squeaker against Wake, and we we win, period. It puts them in a position to have to split two games. And the, you're right. They're traveling on the road against a Heisman Trophy candidate in Louisville. Mm-hmm. So that that's no joke. On the road, they haven't been good. So let's say you're right. They don't win that game. Then they're in a must win just to get to the pinstripe bowl, like you suggested, against Boston College at home. And I, you know, I don't see any of the three games as any kind of a cakewalk. People aren't talking about it. Wake Forest is 5-4. and four. They're bowl eligible now if they win one game. They only got to win one more, and they're going to the pinstripe. Yeah. So you know, Syracuse, Syracuse is four and five. Syracuse got to win two more of three. BC knows they have to win one. Are they looking to be the team that is the second victor 
in in the dome, and and I, I guarantee you, they're in the locker room saying, "We can do this. We just put we just pull up alongside Notre Dame. We're no joke. We can do this." So I don't think I want to I want to speculate too much about what happens has to happen against Boston College. I want to see if we can beat Wake. If I have to play Boston College or Wake Forest right now to choose which team I'm going to play, I would rather play Wake. Mm. I don't want to play Boston College. I'm glad that game's at home. We're coming back right after this. You know how to get in touch. 315-288-0644. And, of course, 315-4ESPN. 44 is the phone line. You're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Did you miss In the Booth with Matt Park? How about uh, Carlos Correa going right into marriage proposal? You can't go into a party that's not about you and do that. You think that took from the team celebration? Was he going to do it if they lost? Wait till tomorrow. (laughs) Do it at the parade. And the Dodgers have won the World Series. Hey, sweetheart. uh. (laughs) In the booth, two to three weekdays. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is a special presentation, The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we are back. We are back, so let me go over this really quickly with you. On this day in sports history. Oh, I love this. The 19th college football classic called the Crab Bowl was played. Navy defeats Maryland 19-7 in Annapolis in the Crab Bowl. Now, there's a rumor going on, Josh, that mm. this was sponsored by the Naval VD Clinic. Oh, Any comment on that? Uh, I believe that that would be true, yeah. You do? They said that they uh, make sure you, when you come back from, uh, what is it, Saigon, Larry? You, you fought in the war. Uh, what do you do? You gotta get the, you gotta get cleaned up. You don't want those crabs, Larry. No, you know what, Larry? Don't be crabby. <laughs> On this day, Lamar Odom was born in 1979. Chris Rock, who was quoted as saying that Odom's the only athlete whose marriage was saved by cocaine and hookers. <laughs> Any Very comment? accurate. Any, any, that's an accurate statement. That Can I get a ding ding? That is a guy. Wow, Larry. Gee, dropping the ball. My mouse was <laughs> stuck. His mouse got stuck. He's, he did. He's his, his mouse butt. got stuck yeah. during a crab advertisement. I like it. Poor Larry. Well, now we know what the problem is, Larry. Mm. Uh, so, Syracuse basketball. We yep. got uh, an exhibition game against uh, Southern Wannabe State. Who are they playing? Southern? <laughs> the Southern Connecticut State, I believe, tonight. Okay. Yes. So, when you're playing in an exhibition game against Southern Connecticut, are you... Are you boosting the boys' morale? Like I said earlier, I suggested, are we breaking our sneakers? What is the benefits to playing Southern Connecticut State? I think that you're supposed to get some wins. I know that they uh, they had these exhibition games, so you can get a look at the team. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I so guess. it's glorified practice. It's glorified no, when you're practice, playing? and you, uh, like, <laughs> what are you laughing at? There? It's a glorified practice, and then you go in and you play Cornell on Friday. Because yeah, I'm thinking that the second, literally, the second stringers, and even deeper on the depth chart, put up a better battle against the starting team than Southern yeah. Connecticut State. So I mean, why not play you know multiple white and orange you know games? Yeah, as opposed to playing these guys. I'm figuring right now that if you know I go out and I practice, I'm a starter on Southern Connecticut. Right now, at 57 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a starter in Southern Connecticut. Really? I have that deadly a jag. Daniel that's Baldwin, point guard for that's Southern a, Connecticut. State. I don't know that's... about point guard. I'm thinking more like a power forward. Okay. And only 6'1 with no vertical. Okay. But I'm such a deep threat 
that I think, and, and that goes in many rooms in the house, Larry. Uh, so, oh, now he's got Larry, it. Yeah. Now yeah. he's got when it. I, when I throw that at him, he's got it. <laughs> he's ready. He's ready. The mouse is unstuck, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, All right. So, so now we open up against Cornell. Now, remember that Ivy League universities are not eligible to give scholarships. So you may get the occasional guy that really shines in, in any sport, but the, the idea of matching up Cornell against mighty powerhouse, even in an off year, Syracuse, again, I see this as a lose-lose situation. I'm going to tell you why. A W's a W, blah, 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 blah. But if you don't blow them out, if they don't win against Cornell mm. at home by 35, you know, right. or some, some pretty big number, and, and, and it's anywhere near, you know, a close game within 15, then it's... Well, you played Cornell and only won by 15. Mm. Now, if you blow them out by 35, 40, or they could even blow them out by 50. If you blow them out by 50, it's, well, what was the sense of playing that? You only played Cornell. So I don't see how that's a how that's a victory besides in the bracket of, yes, it was a win. Yeah. I don't know how that helps the program when it's a team that's, that can't even offer a scholarship. They do it every year. It's, not, it's a non-conference win. They'll play Cornell. They'll bring these, you know— the, as Matt Park says, cupcakes into town, and then you you play him, and you, the, you like you said, you blow him out of the water. Well, you know, but but then when you look deeper in, I think the next game is against Iona. And don't kid yourself, Iona's had some basketball teams, mm. you know, and 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 so and as as in the in the Ivy League, if you're a basketball player, you're going to Princeton, which had which had a a program for for some time that would usually win the Ivy League and go in, there, and they've done some damage. But you know, I just I, I you know I don't see it against Cornell. I'm I'm looking for the Orange to come out and win that game on Friday by at least 30 points. I mean, if, in my opinion, if they don't win that game by 30, uh, that's not a victory. You're going to that game. I'm I going saw, to that game. I saw well, you got well, to... well, listen, that came out. So so let's talk about that for a minute. So my beautiful wife, Robin, Yeah. okay, she's, she sits home and she does all her, she has multiple entrepreneurial businesses that she runs and she's very successful on her own. Uh, and, and so we have date night. Yeah. Now I don't know what you guys do, Larry. I know what you're doing. It's quite, it's quite apparent. It's quite apparent. We know what you're Rosie doing. was doing. Okay. Rosie Palms. Yeah. Is, uh, Hannah and her out. five sisters. Yeah, right. So, so we know what's going on over there. But, but, but with for my wife, we have a date night. We try to do it every week, and and you that's know, good. And, unless I'm on the road traveling, yeah. which which it isn't happening as much because of my dedication to this show, Thank which you. is about to surpass Brent exponentially. <laughs> so, so with that said. Um, I now have to go home and justify not coming to a football game against Wake this weekend because my wife likes that. Mm-hmm. And not to mention the fact that she's with the great one and his wife. They, they hit it off. You know, they're of the same tribe. Yeah. You know, so, so they're going in there, my Jewish-American princess with the great one, and, I, and I'm sitting there with a, with a handful of Doritos yeah. trying to pay attention to the game. They've got Florida yeah. ties, the, the Levines there's of all, Florida there's all, yeah. there's all sorts of stuff going on. They're, they're, you know, they, they, they rule the world and they know it. So... So he, now, now I got to justify to Robin basketball. See, so I'm hoping Robin's listening, so I can slide in a little bit here right now. Basketball is multiple times a week, mm. and so I, I don't think she's given up date night. Not to mention what I got to give up, and the great Ed Levine may not realize this, but on date night, there's a good chance with a glass of wine that I'm going home after a nice dinner, and you know I, I, I'm I'm under, the deal. I, I'm under center. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Boom, 42! You know, Boom. I'm, I'm calling audibles. Yeah. You know, and Robin's a scout back. Yeah. You know, and she's a scout back. She's a threat from any 
position any on the position. field. Yeah, right. Any position. Larry on the field. She has can removed score. his headphones. He she is. can score any position. Offended. Yeah. You never know when she's going to break one. You never oh. know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So now you're afraid. So I'm afraid that you know I'm going to I'm going to be telling her, look, I got to go to this game, and Syracuse plays a big schedule. Once we get through the cupcakes, as you put it, we're you know playing ACC teams at home every week. Yeah. You know, multiple times a week. Do, now, here, here's the advice I need from Josh. Do I try to incorporate my date night into a basketball? Cause she does like going to the football game, so I'm, and, I, and she's known to be, you know, and she's one of those I want, you know, front row seats. Mm-hmm. I want to sit mm-hmm. very close to the action, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's on a cheap night. Yeah, she so, likes the whole social element of that. She right? does, and she likes being at the game. She's sports savvy. Mm-hmm. You know, so do I take her and count that as date night? Are we talking about you know another hundred and fifty bucks for the sitter, the whole thing? Yeah, another yeah. meal. I think you're. I think you're against a wall on this, and I'll tell you why. Because if you take her to this, and this counts as your date night, what if she doesn't have fun? She didn't get to pick what it was. And if this counts as date night every time, well, then you're kind of doing the same date night over and over again. She's going to get upset with that. If you don't take her for date night, well, now you're working too much. Oh no, that's that's out. No, no date night. So I, I think when the game falls, like if it falls on a Friday or a Saturday that we're yeah. going, now on a Saturday it's probably during the day. On a Friday it's going to be an evening game. Mm, they're so, all evening games up until Georgetown, well that's an away game, so they're all evening games. Now listen, tell her that I'm going to fly her to Georgetown and she can shop before the game, Ooh. and I walk on water. I walk on water because okay. I got to tell you that the shopping around Cleveland, New York, is mm. not exactly exactly up to the no Saks Fifth Avenue over know, in Cleveland, I, New York. Saks sucks. Is, <laughs> is, is what you know. The, the yeah. Saks is Walmart. We've got the big super center. Yeah, uh, it's in uh, um, uh, Central Square. Mm-hmm. And you know what? She's tired of pacing the aisles. She is wants she? to say, "Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue." Yeah, she wants some. So that's my ringtone. Right. Gotcha, I mean, honey. You listening? Mm-hmm. Call my phone right now. Call She'll my phone. It. Yeah. Call my phone right now, Robin. It's going over live. I don't Let think she's hear hearing it. it. She's hearing it. She's hearing it. She's going to call. So, and you'll hear my, I wasn't kidding. There's one single person that gets this ringtone, and it's Robin, and it's the story of my life. I mean, I'm on a, a, a 200-year-old home mm-hmm. in Cleveland, New York, and God bless Robin for tolerating. Now, we have both of my children who I was splitting with their mother, but they've been put in my care right now mm-hmm. for legal reasons. So, I've got... My girls, I've got two giant dogs, and I've got a farmhouse. And a boat that sunk. And a boat that's still sunk. Yeah, still sunk. (laughs) i got the giant uh, uh, pump that I'm going to put in there in the hull and see if I can't get the water out enough to pull the thing on shore, Mm -hmm. because it weighs about 8,000 pounds right now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's it's a different different trip going on. but I think that I think that it's going to have to maybe once you'll get away as date night. After that, I don't think you're going to get another date night out of it. I think that your trip to the SU game Friday or Saturday night, you can make that something. You can maybe go out and get a meal beforehand, and then go to the game. But after that, it's going to be old news. She's not going to want to do that many of these. Well, okay, and so and so here's the thing with that. So if if you exchange that with you go out with your friends or you do something and I get the sitter. You know, I think that that's the possible way because I think she'll get tired of going to basketball games. I mm-hmm. think she will. Yeah. After a while, the luster wears off. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's there are a lot of them. So how many games is Syracuse going to play in their schedule? 32? Oh, God. It's, uh, I have half the schedule here. It's 2, 4, 6, 8. I mean, just through December, it's 20. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. I mean, yeah, they play it twice a week. So run that through the beginning of March, and you're going to have a lot of basketball. Yeah, there is a lot of basketball. I'm yeah. wondering what is the total amount of games that are at home 
that I have to try um, to, to to total amount of home games. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I don't know. Well, let me look at a few spots. We'll come back because I got to hit my uh, my last break here, and then we'll come back and. Uh, I think the phone's going to ring. Is any it? Second. All right, I'm waiting for it. And there it is. And there it is. The great. Honey, honey, you're speaking through speakerphone right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain to everybody how badly you want to go to all of the Syracuse home basketball games. Is that true? Hi. I heard you on the radio. Oh, See, so she yeah. knows. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Listen. Yeah. Okay, we have to talk really serious about this. It's not a date night. It's not a date night. If case you can't date remember. nights where the girl gets dressed it's up. It's not a date night. It's on a date night. So it's a work night now. It's Verification. Not a date night. Verification. Not a date night. No. T- romantic. Romantic. There's nothing romantic about cheering and screaming and getting popcorn. There's plenty of romantic about it, Robin. Hi. It's sweaty men. That's no, it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get. Oh, honey, it's uh, men trying to put the ball in the hole. Come on, man. Chay now. We'll right, come honey, back. I'm going to call you back. Thank you, we'll Robin. You Lovely Robin. Always Lovely nice to Lovely Robin on speakerphone. We will gentlemen. come back, wrap up this hour of the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Sunday, the Giants travel to San Francisco to face the 49ers. Pre-game at 325. Big Blue plays here. ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is a special presentation. The Daniel Baldwin Show. Quickly, Daniel, we have a uh, correction coming in from Larry. This is a new feature here on the Daniel Baldwin Show. Larry, tell me. We get things incorrect regularly. Larry, please correct us. There are going to be 20 SU uh, home basketball games this season. 20 home games. He didn't sound very convinced of that. I don't, I don't think he knows Larry's either. making a correction. I, w- I would need some more. Can you read that again, Larry? Larry? There will be 20. There are uh, 20 home games. <laughs> This season for Syracuse <laughs> University basketball. Whenever wow. he talks, it sounds like he's being questioned by the police. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. He sounds very iffy. Like I, he doesn't uh, want to commit. Well, well I, uh, you know, it was a Ford, I think, and there was two people. That, uh, is two right? <laughs> Did you want me to say two? Yeah, good enough, Larry. Thank you, Larry. Very lovely that correction. I appreciate you. Uh, Monday night football. Quickly, as we run out of town he- time here, Mr. Daniel Baldwin. Well, you know we've. Got the Packers against the Lions. We're in Green Bay, and the the great one looms. Do you believe? My soul is prepared. How's yours? Quatrains from the great one. What is this? It's time for Nostra Daniel. A gamble, oh please. A battle in the cheese. Your guilt and your backers will flourish in the Packers. The Great One has spoken. The Great One has spoken. Now, did the Great One just... Did did he claim the Packers? I think he says the Packers are going to win at Lambeau. He he does. I I believe when you break it down, he's saying that if you're gambling, please. There's a battle in the cheese, which is in Wisconsin at Green Bay. And your guilt, your cash... And your backers. Mm. So if you're telling your friends or you're Mm. gambling your own money, will flourish in the Packers. The Packers are minus two at home against Detroit. And I believe that the money, according to the great one, that is, 
The money flourishes in betting minus the two in Green Bay at home. Two pretty evenly matched teams. Green Bay four and three. Uh, uh, Detroit is just is three and four. That's a hostile place to play in Lambeau. Yeah. You know they've got the, the 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 leap, the Lambeau leap that they do, and those are hungry fans at four and three. You know they're still. I I don't see Detroit being a playoff threat. Don't ever count Green Bay out. And, and of course, Green Bay has lost Aaron Rodgers. But, uh, you know, there's talk about the possibility if they could squeak in. Would he be available to play at the end of the season? And I think, you know, today's therapy and techniques that they use and getting these guys ready fast, don't count Aaron Rodgers out if there's going to be a playoff run for Green Bay. They realize that. I like the Packers at home. Wow. There you have it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Wrapping up another episode of your Daniel Baldwin show. As always, you can get at us on tweet, tweet, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. ESPN Syracuse. Oh, thank you, Larry. Text line is open through Brent's show, 2880644. And then, of course, the phones for ESPN 44. Big meeting today, Larry. You were talked about highly. We were your own segment. And Axe, guess what? We're coming. Oh, Brent Axe is up next. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.